0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the prayer experience, where today we are going to have an experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, He says, draw near to Him, and He will draw near to us. And that's what we're going to do today, and it's an honor. Please share this video so that others can pray with us. I mean, who does not need prayer? We all need prayer. Subscribe to the Daily Talks Media UK channel. And the prayer experience offers a hotline. The numbers are on your screen where you can call and get prayer. And if you are live, you can connect and leave your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments. And we are in day 24 of the 30-day prayer and fasting. A call, call a solemn assembly. And we're going to start with thanksgiving. You know, the Lord is worthy to be praised. And this is a very familiar scripture um, that I love so much. And I know we've heard it so many times, but I thought about this. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We cannot hear the scriptures too many times. So uh, this is found in Lamentations and it's uh, chapter Three verses 22 through 23 in the King James Version. And it says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. I told uh, Pastor Dumabie a while back uh, when she asked me if I would be a part of the prayer experience. Uh, that I sing and I just may burst forth with a song. And so yesterday I was thinking about that again, uh, how that, you know, God tells us to sing to him. And so last night before I went to bed, I had the thought to turn on the prayer experience because I didn't get to listen yesterday because it can't. It comes on on Sunday, the time that I'm in church. And so last night late, I turned on the prayer experience and I heard Brother Timothy and it was so powerful. And he sang a song and I thought, praise the Lord, I may sing today. And so I heard the song. It's very familiar. It's a, a hymn and it's great is thy faithfulness. So when you look at Lamentations and it says that the mercies of God causes us not to be consumed because he's full of compassion and his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. So can we sing together to God this morning of His faithfulness and His goodness to us and that we are not consumed because of His compassion? So if you know that song, sing with me or pull it up on your phone, Great is Thy Faithfulness. But let's sing it to the Lord this morning because He is so faithful and He's so good and He's so worthy. Father, we just sing to you today of your goodness. Father, we want... There to always be a song on our lips that gives praise to you, Father. We sing of your faithfulness this morning because you are the faithful one. Great is thy faithfulness,
1: O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, Thy compassions, they fail not. As Thou hast been, Thou forever will be. Great is Thy faithfulness, great is Thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, New mercies we see. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. And all we have needed, thy Hand hath provided great is your faithfulness lord unto
0: me amen he is faithful and we can count on that what he has told us he will do it hallelujah thank you jesus and now we're going to go into the inspired word which is also Lamentations 3. And it's the next three verses after the ones that we just read about, the faithfulness of God and, and His compassion and His mercies. And it says in verses 23, 24 through 26, it says, The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him. To the soul that seeks him, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. And also I want to add to that with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's in Psalm ninety-one sixteen. So if you look at Lamentations chapter 3, 24 and 26, it says that my soul will Hope in the Lord. You know, David spoke to his soul, his mind, his will, his emotions. And he told his mind to bless God and to remember what belongs to him. And so we have to do that. We have to remind our minds because that's, that's where the, the enemy fights us is in our minds. You know, think about it. If the devil could have removed us from this planet, he would have done that already. Because we are vessels of the living God and he doesn't want us to be here, but he doesn't have that authority over us. But what he does is he speaks to our minds. He lies to us and he tries to get us to agree with him. So David spoke to his soul and we have to speak to our soul and we have to tell our soul that our hope is in God. And then we go to the next scripture after this, the one in 24, if we could have that up on the screen. It says that the Lord is good to them that wait on him. Now, I want to talk about that the word wait. And it says here also that our soul seeks him. So, our soul has to seek for what is true because the devil, he gives us an an option or an opportunity to believe him, but we have to seek what the Lord says about our lives. And when we find the gospel, the good news, then we can have hope in what God says about us. But then we go into the next one in chapter or verse 26 and it and we, if we could have that on the screen. Okay, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. So it's talking about waiting for God and waiting for the salvation of the Lord. And in Psalm 91:16, I think that we may have even read this scripture last week for our healing. It says, with long life, I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. So as believers, our job is simply to believe what God says about our lives. You know, Jesus told people when they came to him, he told them, do not be afraid, only believe So we have to believe what God says about us. And then we wait on him to where we can see his word come to pass in our lives. And I want to give you an illustration of this. It's something that just happened to us this past week since I was on here last. So that scripture is very dear to me that God says in Psalm 91, with a long life, I will satisfy you and I will show you my salvation. You know, I believe that. I believe that when God says something, that it's true and that he does not lie and that I can count on his word. And I have seen it come to pass in my life. I've seen it come to pass in the life of my family. So I have always quoted that With a long life, God is going to satisfy me and he's going to show me his salvation. Well, I get a phone call the other day from my daughter and she tells me, Mom, I have wrecked. And she said, But I'm okay. And so, just knowing that she was okay, I wasn't concerned about all the details of the the wreck. I was just thankful that my daughter was okay. So, I go to the scene of the wreck, but while she's on the phone with me, she steps back from her vehicle and she says, oh, mama, she said this was bad. This was really bad. And she said, God has saved me. She told me twice, God has saved me. So I go to the wreck where she's at and her truck is turned upside down. And in the cab where she was sitting is down really low to the ground and the back of the truck is up really high. So she was down in a very low place and she was able to get out of this truck and call her family members and wait for us to arrive. So when I got there, my daughter was completely fine. The truck looked terrible. It looked absolutely terrible to the point that when the police arrived and the firefighters arrived, they were just amazed at what they saw. They said this should have been a lot worse. My daughter came out of this wreck with a little scratch on her knee, a little tiny scratch on her knee. They all testified there that this should be really bad, that this should have had a different outcome. But the young firefighter who told me that he just got saved recently, he looks at me and he says, this was God. And he said, I'm not supposed to talk about God on my on my during my work. But he said, this was God. And, you know, I just thought to myself, it is a testimony. Even the people there were testifying that this should have went in a different direction. But my daughter came out with a little scratch. So I said all that to say this. I have believed God's word that he would show me his salvation. But I have to say that last week I got to see it with my eyes. I saw it with my eyes. I saw my daughter out of that wreck that looked terrible. That should have had a different outcome and i saw with my eyes the salvation of the lord so god wants us to wait on him to wait on his word if you are waiting for something but god has spoken you will see the salvation of the lord and that word salvation it means safety it means deliverance god is telling you i will show you safety i will show you deliverance the word means healing i will show you healing I will show you prosperity. Whatever part of salvation that you need to to see from the Lord, he will show it to you. And one more thing I want to say about that about that wreck that happened. The young firefighter that said he just got saved lately. He when they pulled the truck out and they flipped it over, even though the damage was great, he started saying, "You know, this part looks looks good here. This looks fixable." And he said, "You know what? He said, uh, your insurance is going to probably total this vehicle out. But he said, you can buy it back and you can drive the truck that God saved you out of out of. So he was saying, you know, get it out, restore it. It looks fixable. And then you will have a testimony that you are driving the vehicle that God saved you in. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I just want to thank God and let's pray right now. I know I took some time on that, but let's pray as we just reflect on the word of God where he says with a long life, I will satisfy you and I will show you his salvation. Father, we thank you for the word of God. That's true. We thank you for your promise lord that you have promised us a long life you have promised us tomorrow father we choose to forget what tradition has told us and we choose to believe your promise of long life and salvation father we thank you that in the lives of the listeners father you have a promise to them and that you are going to show them healing. You're going to show them deliverance and show them safety, not just for them, but for their children in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now prayers for the church. You know, Jesus loves the church so much. It's his bride. Psalm 46, one through five says, God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Therefore, Will not we fear? We're not going to have fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. So basically what we see here is there is trouble. And Jesus even said that in this world, you will have trouble. There's no way around that. We are going to experience trouble. But Jesus says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So no matter what is going on in this earth around us, We can be of good cheer and we can have hope in the most high God and we don't have to be moved by things that's going on. You know, it also says that he's a very present help in time of trouble. You know, when my daughter was feeling the back of those wheels move, she she was feeling that because it it had rained. The roads were slick and she was out of control. God was a very present help in time of trouble, and He's a very present help in time of trouble for you. So, in the midst of what's going on in our lives, we don't have to be moved by things around us. Matter of fact, the things around us can be moved, mountains can be moved by the word of God that we speak. We are to speak to the mountains so that they will be moved. So, let's pray. And agree with God's word right now. And thank him that he's a very present help in trouble. Father, we just thank you that in the midst of trouble, we can be cheerful. How is that possible? Because, Father, cheer and joy and peace is on the inside of us. Because you're on the inside of us. And, Lord, we just thank you that you're very present. You're not far away, Lord. You are present. And and you never leave us, Father. You are here comforting us. And you are here ministering us and you're constantly knocking on the door of our heart. You're always with us. And Lord, we just thank you that in the midst of what's going on around us, that we don't have to be moved, that we are like that anchor. And and Father, we are stable and we are secure, knowing, Father, that you are in control. And Lord, we just thank you for ministering to the people that are listening right now. Father, just help them to know that you're very present, that you're with them and that you take care of them. And Father, that our hope is always in you. And Father, that things around us can change because we make the decision to just be of good cheer and to know, Lord, that you have overcome the world and that the overcomer is on the inside of us. Father, there's nothing that we face that you've not already become victorious in. And we thank you, Father, that victory belongs to us in Christ Jesus in every area of our lives. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And now we're going to pray for the nations. And we are staying again in Psalm 46. And we're going to go to verses 6 through 10. And it says, The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. Be still and know that I'm, I'm God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The NIV says that he will be exalted in the nations. And notice it talks about that the nations, they are shaky. They are uh, moved. But it's as a believer that we don't have to be moved let's look again at those verses that we just now read it says the heathen rage the kingdoms are moved but god utters his voice and the earth is melted so notice there when god speaks things are changed and so we can know today that the things that we see are temporal they are subject to change But God's word is eternal and it will never change. And God's word can change the facts that we live in. The things that we see, God's word can change that. So let's pray and just thank God that he is exalted in the earth and that his word is exalted And that his word can change things in the nations that man cannot change. Governments cannot change. Kings and presidents cannot change. Father, we just come to you today in Jesus' name. And we thank you for being exalted in this earth, for your word being exalted. And Father, that when you speak a word, it changes things. It moves things. So, Father, we just speak peace to the nations. Lord, we give voice to your word. Father, how does your word have a voice? It is through us. It is through your people. So Lord, we take our voices today and we just speak the word of God over the nations. We speak peace to the nations. We call the nations forth, Father, into the light, into your kingdom in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that from the north, south, east, and the west, that your kingdom comes right now in this earth as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you that the prayers of Jesus are answered. And Jesus told us to pray that your kingdom would come. So, Lord, we thank you. It is coming in the name of Jesus. It is coming. It is cleansing this earth. It is purifying. It is giving light and hope and peace to all people. And Lord, we just thank you for light today and hope today. And we thank you, Lord, that change is taking place in this earth, this moment, as we give voice to your word. And we just thank you, Lord, for what is eternal and true in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And now we're going to do healing prayers. And that is found in Matthew 14, 14. And it says, and Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. You know, I got to thinking here. It says that Jesus, there was a great multitude. There was a lot of people. And he was moved with compassion toward them and he healed their sick. So everyone that was sick there, it says he healed their sick. And, you know, also we read about Jesus being moved with compassion. He went about doing good and healing all that were sick. So in these crowds of people, whoever was sick there, he healed them. He healed all of them. You know, the Bible says that God sent his word and healed them. It is done in the name of Jesus. So Let's be a part of the multitude, a part of the crowd that, that Jesus wants well, that Jesus is moved with compassion for. You know, I looked up the word compassion. Um, there's a definition here for compassion. It says feeling that it's a feeling that arises when you are. Um, well, I can't even read my own writing. It says a feeling that arises when you are confronted with another sufferings, and you feel motivated to relieve that suffering. So Jesus's compassion, it motivated him to move. And right now he wants to move on our behalf. He doesn't want us to be sick when he knows that Jesus was made sick for us. So right now, just receive the compassion that God has for you and allow him to just comfort you with his word that says by Jesus stripes, you are healed. Father, we come together in the name of Jesus and Lord, we thank you again for what's true. We thank you for your compassion that you have for us. We thank you for sending your word to heal us. Lord, by faith right now, we receive your healing. It's, it's not a feeling at at times. Sometimes, we hurt sometimes we hurt mentally emotionally or physically father we come to you in faith and we we receive what you have done for us by faith and we know that in doing that father we will see a manifestation of that so lord we just choose to believe you we receive healing for our bodies we receive healing for our families we receive healing from the past father we just thank you that jesus his very name means healing And we receive him into our lives. And you know, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior, if you need healing in your life, you can receive him now by just simply saying, Jesus, I need you to heal me. I need you to be my Savior. I need you to to save me out of all the mess that I'm in. You can do that right now. If you mean this from your heart, just pray. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and make all things new. I confess that Jesus is Lord of all. And I thank you for saving me right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that's all it takes. He says, call on me and I will answer you. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So Lord, we thank you for this time of prayer Thank you all for joining us. To God be the glory. You know, when we ask things of God, he says that he will answer us. And when we knock, we will, we will, he will open the doors for us. And when we seek him, we will find him. So let's expect it will come to pass because we have asked in the name of Jesus. Glory to thank you. And thank you all for praying with us. And you can subscribe to the free audio podcasts. And the prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time.